boys are back in town. Boys are back. Welcome, ladies and gents. I am. I'm that psyched. I'll be honest with you. I'm that psyched. I didn't know what's happening. I just jumped in. Was it close? Did it get? It was very good. I can't do the harmonizing of the guitars, but I just I got damn. I was just staring at Daniel. Just what? So as you can see, nah, it was all right. I wanted you to come in and harmonize. <laughs> I didn't know what was though. happening? I, well, I was about. To, I was going to tell you, and then I, I made the executive decision not to because I was like, if he does it, it'll be great. If not, it'll be funny anyway. Uh, as you can hear by his gregarious laughter. Yeah, buddy. Nick is here. Yeah, man. Feel great about it. I uh, feel great myself. So awesome. And uh, as always, Daniel is here with us as well. Still here. He lives and in the so basement now. So am I. Um, <laughs> and uh, here we go. So this is another one of our mini casts. Daniel has suggested a fantastic album by Kendrick Lamar, Damn. And uh, I'm just going to start by saying this is like the Canterbury Tales of albums. I absolutely love the structure. I love what he's doing. And the the influences that are just like pouring out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I started hearing all of these artists that I haven't heard in years. Frankly, I kept getting like a lot of throwback. Um, he even mentioned some, you know, nineties artists and stuff like that throughout. And I thought that that was really interesting to me. And, you know, I defer to you cause I know you, you've been listening to this album for far longer than I have. Um, but to me, it felt like he was calling out every fraud that exists in 2017. Um, and and just just literally laying it all out there uh, as to what he thinks is bullshit. Frankly, um, for me, I was most impressed by the flow over like halftime beats. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fantastic. Um, and so those are my 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 big things. I don't know what your thoughts were on that. That I thought was most impressive the the amount of people that he calls out for their shit throughout just. Every fraud that exists, and uh, frankly, the the flow over what is pretty laid back beats. I, g- I agree with the frame of the story, you know, mm-hmm. of the story of the album. It almost yeah. seems like a story. It's a Canterbury Tales esque thing. Yeah. That's the first thing that popped into my head. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't go to Canterbury Tales. I know, I guess you're a Chaucerman. I'm still a Shakespearean. I guess. I Chaucerman. I looked at a I, well, because Chaucer <laughs> Chaucer shits on everybody. He shits and tears apart everybody, even the hand that's feeding him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I'm a Chaucerman. He was played by uh, Paul Bettany in uh, A Knight's Tale. <laughs> Thank you for like, that yeah, poignant that's a hell of a contribution. contribution. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> All right, so, uh, shake, shake off the rust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a can of WD-40 over yeah. here. <laughs> it's good the, shit. <laughs> the Shakespeare angle that I that I was drawn to, it almost... there. There's like a chorus throughout the album. Yeah. Uh, before each song, not not every song, but most songs, there's a chorus. And I went through and I just highlighted them all. Highlighted them highlighted. all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, pass that can around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Canterbury Tales would have been a frame. Um, I mean, I don't want to step on I your point. Frame. I don't know if you want me to jump in with that. or well, do what you got to do. Okay. So the the chorus was just this questioning of life and death and you know how it's going to go down in our own lives and, you know, what our role is in that, you know, the whole album, the album starts off. Is it wickedness? Is it weakness? You decide, are we going to live or die? Um, and then there's so many more that 
that challenge these other uh, these emotions. You know, is it pride or is it lust or is it love? There are these questions. Yep. Um, about that, and then the, and then it ends with, you know, the chorus before Duckworth. It was always me versus the world until I found it's me versus me. So you you said that you thought it was uh, Kendrick Lamar calling people out. I thought I threw out calling himself out through the whole album. A very introspective, uh, artistic uh, journey, I guess. Yeah, I think though at times he's talking about. I I see that, and I certainly felt some tracks were were about that. But there was so much about people that once you're famous, this is who they become. You know, who are you? Um, and that once you're, you know, and, and that's not something that's new or anything like that. You hear that pretty often. But then there's these other things about, you know, uh, uh, people photoshopping themselves and give me something natural and talking about, like he calls out pretty much I think everybody who he might come in contact with and the general state of being mm-hmm. in 2017. Um, and, and that was, that was my major takeaway. Yeah. It, it, I thought it was pretty, pretty introspective, but um, you know, tracks like humble and loyalty and stuff like that. I thought loyalty was sort of the, the, I don't know if it's in the dead center of the album or not, but I thought that was the one that held everything together. Good song. Uh, it's a fantastic song. I th- the whole album is fantastic. You can, you don't even realize you, you get to the end and, and you're like, holy shit. And it starts over again. It's time it travel. the way it started. It's time travel. It and really loyalty, is. Uh, my, I think it might be my favorite thing I've heard in, in probably easily the last five years is when Rihanna comes in. Yeah. She says, bad girl, Riri, just the way she says it. Yeah. I want that as my ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of things from the 90s, um, I thought that uh, what I was getting throughout, too, was... All of these, like I said, musical references and, and touchstones that he was getting. I was getting some dead prez in the beginning. My, my favorite track was DNA. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought that was very reminiscent of like a dead prez, just like a very aggressive, um, even with the beat not being like, you know, crazy. It was a very aggressive, fucking awesome, awesome, awesome track because the lyrics are double time. And he's, he's going all over the place. Like you can't even really anticipate it. Um, where he's going and then you know he's from uh he's from compton and so we have this this sort of california reference he mentions Pac, and then he has like i thought loyalty the the actual music reminded me of uh california knows how to party <laughs> right i i absolutely i know i suck at fucking impressions um, no, I thought it was, that one was good. That was but, their best one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he is th- that one especially with loyalty, and you know, it makes sense. He's pointing out every fraudulent person around, and I, I, I felt, I really felt like, um, I, I, I am going to push back a little bit. I, I think it was introspective, but on selected tracks, and not so much as this overarching theme throughout. I think he was actually separating himself from toxic toxicity that that exists around yeah, him. Yeah, I have to I have to push back <laughs> because hey, I've been listening to it way longer than you have, guys. Yeah, chill out. Sense. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> um, Jesus, God, fight brewing up in here. Nick is literally between us. <laughs> I no, t- I mean you might be right. I, I haven't listened to it nearly as long as you have. So that's my. This is like an initial take. No, and that's yeah. like that's. I'm not saying you're wrong. I thought that it's just Don't what like is it. my my role in this is what he was. Um, in all this you know, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then how do I feel about these uh, these emotions? Like each track is titled a very specific emotion, and, and punctuated. Yeah. With a hard, and here are my thoughts on this, stop. and this is how this. 
uh, emotion is is in my life and how I deal with it. And I think the damn isn't like, damn, that's awesome. I think it's like you get through all this and you go, damn. Yeah. I think it's one of those um, for sure. I guess that's not news, but you know, when you, when you think about it. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what'd you think was the best lyrically? Thoughts? Uh, I liked fear only because I was, I was in my, uh, my Mazda CX three. <laughs> I was driving out to uh, the what the <laughs> fuck? I was driving out to the Target. Why did he? Oh, I see where you're going. In the, like, why is he dropping in the suburbs? <laughs> the suburbs. And uh, <laughs> the song came on, and it just it's just this aggressive, you know, hip hop song. I'm like, I couldn't be any more fucking white right now. <laughs> I, like, I turned it up, and I was very aware of myself. Yeah. But I fucking liked it, man. Uh, but the best lyric was. I'll beat your ass if I beat your ass twice and you're still here. And I was like, I said it out loud. I was like, I was like, that's three ass beatings. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned it up. And I was like, that is that's three ass beatings, my lordy. Th- there's another one like earlier. I forget what song is, he, but he's like, um, he's like, if he's gonna beat, uh, I'm not gonna insert what you know he uses, but beat some bitch ass and word. Uh-huh. Uh, he's gonna do it sexy. Yeah, Element. I mean, uh, my favorite. That's a good lyrically. hook, though, right? It is good. On Element, the chorus for, for Element. So just quickly, what I really liked about this album is that each song uh, was a good song structure. They weren't very long. And they, uh, yeah, and they had I think that's why it goes. Really good choruses. It flows the way it does. Every yeah. song had a tight chorus. And you don't get that on every song on every album. And it wasn't like he, and he might have, because again, I don't really know. It wasn't like he, though, hired a different producer, a different person to make the beats for each. There was like a continuity. It was like, mm-hmm. you're an album guy if you're listening to this. It is an album. It's an yeah. album for yeah. sure. Um, I think that's why I, love that sort of thing. I listen yeah. to it so much to begin with. Yeah. You know, sometimes you listen to an album, it's like, well, I like that song, and then you, you know, sure. that's the song you listen to. Well, and, and, and I think that today in music, um, Unfortunately, it's lending itself to that because people are going out and getting somebody for this track, somebody for this track, mm-hmm. and 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 they're so drastically different, or can be. They might all be good, but the continuity is kind of lost. Whereas here, you have a true sense of a, a, a body of work. Like this is this is uh, this is is made that way. And to to go back to what I asked you, my favorite would be um, I thought the best lyrically was was lust because I think oh, yeah. it flips so much of what he's been going for previously in the album. Uh, and and it, not that it takes like a more positive approach, but I just, I, I, I love sort of like the recognition and, and, and sort of like the contentment um, that, that comes from the lyrics there where you're, where you're like, the tension isn't ease, but it, it's certainly, I don't know, is, is, is made to be reconciled a bit. And I thought that, I really thought that was best. Humble, did you get any Nine Inch Nails keys? Popping through your brain on that, dude. As soon as I heard that song, went right down to my basement, and I was like, "Bam, bam, bam!" I was like, "This is so fucking good." I was like, "Dude, rapping to my cats." It was. I, my God, it, you're white. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I was rapping to my cats. He owns it though, which I think is one of the major takeaways from the album as well. Yeah, owning who you are. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, humble. I, I and age. Let you're me, welcome. Let me. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you. Much better contribution. <laughs> um. What what did you think was the standout, not track, not lyrics or anything like that, when we're talking about this particular album, what was the thing that if you were to tell somebody, right, go listen to this, why? I've got a couple of reasons for that. 
Uh, is one of them Dan? <laughs> no. Because uh, you, you, you very strongly uh, suggested this. It's a good album. It's a fantastic yeah. album. I but th- think it does a do couple that, of things yeah. very well. One is it, it stands alone. Pop music does as far as just releasing singles. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem glossy. Yeah. Uh, I, like the, I, I like that it's got good sounds on it. Um, well, the samples, like you're saying, the, the, the samples and the slowed down tracks, almost mm-hmm. like interlude-esque, they're, they don't seem contrived. It absolutely seems very, very, very well thought out and put together like a piece of art. And, yeah. and that really struck me going um, you know, through my first listen especially. The bigger thing is that I'm, I'm so happy that we have Kendrick Lamar now because now as a white person, I, I don't have to say like my favorite rapper is Eminem. You know, <laughs> I could say that. <laughs> I actually like a modern black rapper. You never listen to POS then. Yeah. Because POS is the shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I um, I I was, th- and I hate loving the first track, because I typically will because it's usually on a lot of the albums yeah. I listen to the hardest fastest thing. The first track is almost to me like an interlude. Blood or DNA? DNA. Blood yeah. is 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 a song for sure, but as far as like, it, I feel like it almost fits like an introduction more than yeah. The first uh, blood the introduction was to me just a, a chorus introducing yeah the whole album. Because um, he's talking, <laughs> and it reminded me of like an old Shangri La song. Do you know them? Like that girl band from the sixties. <laughs> yeah, they always had these. Yeah, sort of like dark, kind of weird music. While they would just tell some weird story about going on dates. Yeah, um, it but, wasn't like what's his name's cafe from the Harlow Guthrie. No, never mind. No, carry I mean, on. So the Shangri Las, they have a song called "Past, Present, Future," and it's. It probably wasn't a sample because it was in the 60s, but it was someone playing Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven, so which is nice. essentially like a sample of something that existed before, and they're just talking over it. Um, yeah. But it had that but really... But his shit is so serious. <laughs> so serious. <laughs> it's, so serious. It's no shangri <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it had that lo-fi uh, vibe that I just... I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm getting older, and I, I don't know. I just was really attracted to that. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, I thought I thought it was I thought it was, and then to lead into to DNA is that's not an intro track, you know. Right. That's not like here's a hook. Oh right, right, absolutely. Like that took balls to Ex- yes, exactly. Yeah. The gigantic balls to do that. Um, one of the things that that really struck me were he he has these like it's not even as if it's purposefully accented it seems, but you'll be able to just pull out fucking lines that are that are absolutely brilliant and one of the things that i really enjoyed in dna was you know i i as you know so sort of kind of obsessed with that because i think it's this like mystery i'm like an indiana jones way that we are unraveling and, and we're finding out so much more about ourselves and he touches upon a lot of that um and i found that fantastic and really fascinating and one of the things that he he says in it is uh, anti-social extrovert which i totally identified with and i think that was the thing is going through so much of this, there's such a universality to much of what he's saying. You, you, you can't help but find a little bit of yourself woven, woven in there. And then you got to take a step back and, and think, wow, you know, like to be able to do that and hit so much at once is, 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 is fascinating to me. Like I'm seeing so much of the East Coast and the West Coast and all these different things just combining and, and colluding to make this fantastic fucking album. That's great. Yeah. Um, 
a, a large 12 12 ums ba bing ah 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 a larger question uh i we got i wanted to pitch to you to you guys use guys as uses uses guys um <clears throat> as an artist uh Kendrick Lamar took a stance uh, okay, let me let me rewind that. Fuck. Do we accept this as Kendrick Lamar rapping about himself or presenting a story about himself, or do we take this as these are just songs? You know, when you read a book about somebody, if somebody wrote, you don't think that's at all biographical, right? Um, do we accept that this is an artist, you know, kind of bearing their their soul and thoughts more because it's music than we would if it was a painting or a book? I I think that being a musician way longer than anything else almost, that there is no difference among the arts. I think that everything is bearing your soul and to call back to our Sartre episode, you know, I think all art, no matter what medium you're taking, is a search for the divine, a search for truth is what I would call it. <clears throat> and, and And frankly, I think that he comes to some profound truths here um, and they are about himself. And I think one of the things that lets us know that is how much reference he makes to family and things like, like that and, and, and looking at blood and DNA and mm-hmm. all these things that are universal but also um, unique to him. I, I, I would say that it doesn't really matter. I don't, I don't think it's, it's more, more intimate because it's, because it's music. I think it's, it's intimate if the artist allows you to be that deep with them more often than not i think um music strikes me as more personal for whatever reason um it doesn't necessarily change uh the validity of a piece of fiction or uh, i don't know a photograph or a painting or a movie it's just like you're you're always putting yourself into your art um just music always struck me as one of those things that was you were the artist was writing more about themselves. But whether they were or not, it doesn't change the fact that they made a tremendous piece of art. Can I put this out there? Sure. In writing music, I find that with music, it's immediate, and you are it's reactionary, and it's for the moment. And when you go back and look at it, you realize that something profound happened, but it's unintentional. And oftentimes in these other art forms, I feel like there's at times more of an intent that things still happens, but it can be um, a little bit larger, whereas this is like a glimpse, like mutes, um, that can be equally profound, but it's more of a glimpse, and it's it's almost unwitting. And that's <clears throat> and that's why I love this album so much, is I think that Kendrick Lamar is an artist that is completely aware of those things, as well, yeah. instead of just a guy that like wants to rap over sick beats and try to get as many words in as he can. Yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean the the almost every percussive track on this is in like halftime. Yeah, it's so cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. And even if he is double time, mm-hmm. it stays halftime. He never it's almost it felt like now when I listen to other tracks that that was cheating <laughs> to have the beat be so driving right. and forceful that oh, mm. if you can do it this way, then why the fuck would you just accent every fucking note. Hmm. No, no, that, that struck me. He's good. 
<laughs> Gotta well, end on that. Yeah. He's good. To quote Nick's text from earlier tonight, this album fucks. <laughs> I don't know if that was a typo or not. Oh, that was on purpose. Yeah. yeah. All uh, caps. I loved it. I laughed out loud. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. That was, if I were to sum it up in, in a phrase, this album fucks. Right, uh, to wrap this up, I'm going to throw this back to you. How would you present this album to somebody? Oh, I just said it. This album fucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go, well, I have to listen to it now. Yeah. All right, yeah. fair enough. All right, uh, gentlemen, it was so good to be back Great here to be with... Back. That's book record beer, ladies and gentlemen. He did it again. Cheers. Join us next week. We're going to be drinking and discussing three beers from Raven Beer, a brewery out of Baltimore, Maryland. Go to your local distributor and have them order for you if you'd like to drink along. Check us out on social media at facebook.com slash bookrecordbeerpodcast, on Twitter at bookrecordbeer, and on Instagram at book.record.beer. And we're on iTunes just for a healthy reminder.